1: Yeah, I just like to say that when I'm really happy and it's morning time. Bonjour. So, (laughs) it's a great word. just seems happy to me. So, I'm back in Los Angeles. I made it back. And uh, I'm so happy to be with you this morning. And uh, right now, I don't know. I feel such an intensity, such intensity, and I have to say that in the last week, two weeks, I have heard from so many people who are going through major shifts, opportunities, awakenings, healings, and most people are not enjoying it. It's not a lot of fun. It's actually intensely challenging. So if you're in that boat, you are right on time. It means you're totally in tune. You're paying attention, I think. So this week, I'm calling the show Activate Your Healing and uh, boy, I'm, I'm very excited to share. So let us join together here. I invite you to place your hand on your heart and take this breath of love and gratitude with me. Let us be so grateful and so thankful for our healing. Let us be so grateful and so thankful that we are activating our healing right now through joining together. Let us be so grateful and so thankful that we can activate our healing, that we can say yes to the infinite intelligence that is living through us and as us. Let us be so grateful and thankful that we can surrender any sense of lack or limitation. Let us be so grateful and so thankful right now that we're calling for our healing. We're focusing our attention on releasing all suffering and stepping into the awakened state our true identity, our true nature. We're accepting it for ourselves right now. We're calling upon all of heaven for assistance. We're aligning with the I am that I am. And we are grateful to share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 So grateful. So let's jump right in. And uh, I was saying to my prayer partner this morning that I notice that for some time now, I have been in this position of feeling peaceful and harmonious. And I wouldn't say quite content, but peaceful and harmonious. And what I recognize is that for most of us, uh, what's true is the pain of suffering, the pain of thinking thoughts of separation, which is the only thing that causes any kind of pain, is a belief in separation. That pain, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, emotional, That pain pushes us constantly to choose love, to choose awakening, to look within, and to find the spiritual means to relieve the pain, relieve the pain. And for all of us, the suffering of is the great motivator. There aren't that many who are motivated by the vision. There aren't that many who are pulled by the vision. But that can be us. So, rather than being motivated by pain, we can be pulled by the vision. However, most of us, there is some combination of being pulled by the vision, pushed by the pain. And I remember a conversation that I had with someone <clears throat> years ago who had gotten a terminal cancer diagnosis, liver cancer, and she was fully expecting to um, you know well the doctors were fully expecting that she was just going to die very quickly. but she made up her mind not to to die. She made up her mind that she was going to change her way in the world and she was willing to really do the work. She was recognized, she recognized in herself that she was angry, she was not always loving, that she was complaining, etc., etc., etc. I know you know. And she decided to take a spiritual approach to her healing. So what happened was, instead of quickly dying from the liver cancer, she began to get better. And she really put her attention on being a loving, more kind, more gentle person. And yes, she was trying alternative methods of healing, but all healing is at the level of the mind. So it doesn't matter whether you seem to be suffering from your finances, from your relationships, from the health of your physical or your emotional body. It, the, the form that it takes is simply the perfect curriculum for you to be motivated. That's your motivation. So if you're trying to work your will and heal the symptoms that you're experiencing, the symptoms of lack and limitation through through doing things differently in the world versus changing your mind about the world then you're pushing density. That's what I call pushing density. You're working in the world of form, which does not activate your healing at its deepest levels. How could it? You're managing and coping with the circumstances. So it's like I say all the time, if you have a cough, let's say, physical symptom of a cough and you're trying to heal the cough by trying to mask the cough like you're you're using cough drops right something like that that's not going to heal the the issue if the issue is you you, you've got an irritant in your lungs something a post-nasal drip something like that is causing the cough Let's say your house is on fire and you're coughing because there's smoke in the room. Cough drops are not going to heal the problem. So if you're trying to heal your house is burning down by having some cough drops, it's not going to work. But this is what we do, right? This is how we realize and lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, our house is burning down and we're taking cough drops to heal the cough from the smoke inhalation, instead of putting out the fire, instead of drenching ourselves in divine spiritual substance and releasing the fire forever, the cause of the smoke, which is the cause of the irritant. So I am interested in that spiritual water. I'm interested in going to the root Cause of all suffering and healing that. And A Course in Miracles tells me that I can. Now, I can tell you that for several years I stayed in touch with that woman who had the liver cancer. I've lost track of her now. But, um, we would talk every six months, once a year, for a few years, and she, I remember after about a year or so, she, she wasn't dead yet, not by a long shot, but she said, Jennifer, why am I not healing this liver cancer completely? Why is it still an issue for me? I've had so much healing, why can I not seem to, and maybe this conversation was two or three years after that diagnosis. So, miraculous healing taking place, but still she knows, why am I not totally healed? And I said to her, if you had no physical issue keeping you on the spiritual healing path, would you have fallen back into your old ways, do you think? Complaining, being less than loving, judging your family, that kind of stuff. And she thought about it, and she said, yes, I, I I would have, absolutely. I said, is there more that you can do in terms of waking up, being loving, being committed, being consistent, being devoted and dedicated to spiritual living, to spiritual practice? And she said, yes. I said, there you go. You know the answer to your own question. This is what is true for all of us, and it's it's a divine opportunity for us to wake up. Now, I dare say anyone who knows what I'm talking about, every day you're having some experience of suffering, some experience of anxiety, some experience of anger, resentment, regret, some experience of guilt or blame or shame. And instead of dealing with the symptoms, rather dealing with the root cause, you're dealing with the symptoms. So, for instance, uh, I know it's coming into my mind to mention that during our last election period, so many people were upset about what was happening in the election with the candidates and things like that. People get upset with what's happening in the environment. I understand that. I totally understand that. I have compassion for that. But you are never upset for the reason you think. And it's always, always that we're upset because we're choosing not to be loving. And it is our holy purpose to dedicate ourselves to being loving. So... To activate your healing, I'd like to point you to the manual for teachers, the A Course in Miracles manual for teachers. And we're all teachers of God. We really are. We are all teachers of God. Anyone who has had an awareness of the unity of all life and for one split second not seen themselves separate from their brother or their sister is officially a teacher of God according to A Course in Miracles. And I love the manual for teachers and I consistently... Invite people to read this section on trust over and over and over and over and over again. And it is so helpful. It says here that the teachers of God must, well, this is chapter 4. What are the characteristics of the teachers of God? trust is the number 1 everything is based on trust and it says right in on um, page 9 in the manual for teachers trust is the foundation on which the teacher of god's ability to fulfill their function rests so what is our function our function is to wake up and remember our true identity Trust is required. Trust is one of the main things that many very dedicated spiritual students do not have. So they have an intellectual understanding of God. They have a knowledge of God, and they can talk about uh, all kinds of spiritual principles and laws and spiritual teachings and memorize the Course of Miracles, quote scripture, scripture, all of that. But they don't place their trust and faith in God. No, instead, they place their trust and faith in their own opinions and judgments, which are always incorrect. If we're upset for anything, for any reason whatsoever, we have placed our trust in our opinions and judgments. That's why we're upset. Every time. Without exception. Without exception. I think that that is awesome news. Awesome news. Because it's telling me being upset is always optional. It's just absolutely always optional. Now, things happen to me all the time that I used to judge, but now I just look at it and I go, huh, look at that, look at that, and I am rededicating myself today to living without any judgments whatsoever, and to giving thanks for any time I am ever upset because it is letting me know that I have trusted in my own opinion. I'm leaning upon my own understanding, and this is the cause of my upset. I don't ever want to lean on my own understanding and trust in my own judgments and feel safe, feel comfortable, feel righteous, feel in tune. Oh, no, I would always like to feel agitated and irritated and frustrated and upset any time that I am trusting in my own opinions and judgments. Please, God, Do not let me feel content with the things of this world, ever. Let me not have any experience of real contentment until I attain my awakening. I mean it. Let me always recognize that I do not want to settle for contentment. I'm going for awakening And I'm inviting you to join me. I truly am. (sighs) Yes, we can do this. We have the means necessary. We do. Everything has been provided for us. It's whether or not we will activate it, we will use it, and make use of it. So for me, this is why I offer my daily prayer, my daily inspiration at jenniferhadley.com. <clears throat> I call it my daily shot of spiritual espresso. It is free to everyone. It's also why I offer my free How to Get Over It workshop. That's right there on the homepage at jenniferhadley.com. I'm inviting you to make use of these tools. If you're suffering, if there's something you haven't gotten over, you can get over it. Your willingness is all that's required. I'm giving you my workshop for free. It works. People tell me all the time that they have been suffering. They haven't been able to get over something for years. And they got those tools and they made use of them. I have thousands of prayer partners all over the world. It's a simple email a day. And you can click and pray. You can call the number if you're in the U.S. A simple reminder each and every day. To partner with our divinity and remember the truth that sets us free it is cultivating that daily willingness this is what i love to offer and i am offering you so i invite you during the break to check out jenniferhadley.com i'm jennifer hadley and you're listening to a course in miracles right here at unity fm online radio
0: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. And we're back.
1: (laughs) It's funny. So... It's funny those sayings. I am. Oh, I'm letting you know that uh, coming up. I think it's in two weeks. I am going to have Cindy Renard and uh, Gary Renard's wife and her family on the show. I'm really looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Uh, it was Cindy's idea. She. Her whole family practices. Her mom, her sister, brother—they all practice uh, a Course of Miracles. The whole family—it's a family affair. She, Cindy was with her mom when she met Gary, and um, uh, they're a wonderful family. Uh, I've I've enjoyed them, knowing them over the years, and uh, as an extension of my friendship with Cindy and Gary, and uh, I'm going to have them on the show. What's it like to practice in your family? And uh, so that'll be fun, won't it? So you can look forward to that in a couple of weeks. And also, uh am going to have Gary himself on the show later this week to talk about his book, which comes out in October. Yes, the long-awaited book. <laughs> that'll be fun. So back to our topic here, and uh, that is placing our trust in God, activating our healing. I would like to also just mention, I feel like I would be remiss if I did not mention that my Finding Freedom 7 Week Spiritual Boot Camp is on. It's on right now. And in that class, which you can register for and read all about, you can read way more about it. You can listen to all kinds of audios, previews, testimonials, everything at JenniferHadley.com. So if you go to the jenniferhadley.com website right there on the home page you can click through to finding freedom and uh, or look under the classes listing, finding freedom is there my 7 week spiritual boot camp is where I offer the things that I have learned that really activated my healing and made all the difference in the world for me they totally turbocharged everything for me and uh, some of these practices uh, people in the class are, uh, say to me how come I never heard about this before and that was the question that I had when I had some of these realizations and awarenesses and it's really better than ever I have a new improved workbook. Uh, It's a 400-page workbook. I have all these videos. And then the class is live each week where you can ask me questions. We've already started. You won't miss a thing. People join every day all through Finding Freedom. People are constantly joining us. People even join us after the whole class is over because they know they're going to get everything in order to work it like a boot camp. So you can work it as intensely as you'd like or as gracefully easily as you would like it's up to you but you'll have all these pieces because many spiritual students are suffering and they just want to know what do i do one of the big challenges and this relates to the trust that we're talking about here and activating your healing one of the most debilitating things that i experienced in my life was year after year after year i was studying spiritual teachings And learning more, learning more, learning more. And actually what I had no idea of because nobody ever told me that accumulating more information without applying spiritual practices more and more deeply just creates clutter and confusion in the mind. We have accumulated spiritual knowledge For lifetime after lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, it doesn't make things better. It just occupies the ego mind with spiritual stuff, and I'm not willing to settle for that anymore. If you are trying to figure out why it's not working for you, if you're trying to figure out why are you still so challenged just to be loving with your loved ones, just to be patient and kind, why is it so hard sometimes just to be generous, just to be nonjudgmental? Why is it so hard? You know, all the spiritual stuff. Maybe you're a minister. Maybe you're a practitioner. See, this was my experience. Why am I still struggling with this stuff? This is 101 and I'm still struggling with it. That's what we dig in and work with in finding freedom. And every answer is right here in A Course in Miracles. Many, many people... I think the vast majority of people who study A Course in Miracles don't live it. That's why I started com. Oh, and I just remembered, if you're interested in starting a, a, in a Course in Miracles study group, or you're interested in finding one, at com, we have free stuff for you. So com free membership. And right there, you can sign up for to list your study group or to get support in starting your own study group. It's very gentle. You're not committing to anything. In fact, all you're doing is accessing the library of study group support materials. So we're doing our second call tomorrow. And you can join us at Living A Course in Miracles and you can ask questions. And tomorrow is Wednesday, August no, July thirty first. I'm trying to remember what day it is today. July is a long month. So today's the thirtieth, tomorrow's the thirty first. So you can join us. It's all free at Living A of So you just uh, you set your your own password and email and stuff and it's totally free you get everything at livingacourseofmiracles.com. Also, if you'd like to be notified, we're uh, everyone who's a livingacourseofmiracles.com member is going to have free access to the free iPhone app, iPad app, Android app uh, for studying a course of miracles with timers. We're setting all I mean everything And I'm about to send out a survey about that as well. Um, What would you like in the iPhone app? All right. So I just want to remember that study group call tomorrow. And you can just listen and ask questions uh, or just listen or get the download later. So trust. The teachers of God have trust in the world because they have learned it is not governed by the laws the world made up. It is governed by a power that is in them, but not of them. It is this power that keeps all things safe. It is through this power that the teachers of God look on a forgiven world. When this power has once been experienced, it is impossible to trust one's own petty strength again. So, let us seek not to change the world, but to change our mind about the world. And I call it a process of elimination on the way to illumination. I'm going to take a sip of my tea here. Now, I love this trust section, which is why I recommend that people read it every day until they totally get it. In the Section A, Development of Trust, it says, First teachers of god must go through what might be called a period of undoing this need not be painful but it usually is so experienced it seems as if things are being taken away and it is rarely understood initially that their lack of value is being recognized How can lack of value be perceived unless the perceiver is in a position where he must see things in a different light? So if you're suffering, that pain is pushing you to wake up. But you don't have to learn that way. You don't have to wake up through pain. It's just like if you're sleeping in the bed. You can wake up from a nightmare, which is your own awareness getting your attention waking you up or you can wake up from a lovely sweet yummy dream yes you can so let us decide and be vigilant for this so i i love that it says here we have to go through a period of undoing we have to we That's what it says. Teachers of God must go through what might be called a period of undoing. This need not be painful, but it is usually experienced. So the pain is pushing us to wake up, but we don't have to do it that way. If we're willing, if we're cultivating that willingness, and we move from a tiny bit of willingness to a huge amount of willingness, which is what I did. That's the thing that changed everything for me. I became totally willing. I did not know how to wake up. I did not know how to change my life and have a healing. Just like everyone else, I was trying to change the world and move things around in the world. I was trying to uh, shift my relationships. I was trying to have conversations with people and talk to them and get them to understand stuff, to understand me. I was trying to change my diet and all these things. And you know what? yes, we can change our diet, and we can stop drinking, we can do all of those things, yes, 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 they all help. There's no question of that. But there's nothing that helps as much as deciding that I am going to put my full attention on this, my full attention on waking up, My full attention on realizing what has value and what does not. So... It seems as if things are being taken away. Maybe you're losing your health. Maybe you're losing your wealth. Maybe you're losing a relationship. Somehow, something seems like it's being taken away from you. Your happiness seems to be taken away from you. Well, if your happiness is conditional, if it's based on your health or your wealth or the status of your relationship, then what this is saying, and this is, challenging it seems as if things are being taken away and it's rarely understood initially that their lack of value is merely being recognized how can lack of value be perceived unless the perceiver is in a position where he must see things in a different light so if you're in a special relationship and you're not All in for having a holy relationship if you're not willing to be fully dedicated to the relationship no matter what form it takes. If you're not willing to have a spiritual healing, then perhaps that illness, perhaps that financial loss is teaching you exactly what is being said to us here that the lack of value is being recognized, that you're learning that lack of value through having it taken away. If a child is playing with a toy that is hurting them, a toy that is uh, somehow toxic and is not healthy for them, You take that toy away. You're helping that child. But that child might hate you. That child might be angry. That child might think that you don't love them. And is this not exactly what we do with God? We pray to keep the toxic toy. We pray to keep our our life the way it is. Because we think that without change, we can be happy. We think that If our relationship, even though it's not really working, even though it's toxic, that if we could just keep it the way it is, we would be happy. If they just wouldn't leave us or if we could just get away from them, that then we would be happy. But it's not true. We think if we had more money or less responsibility or whatever it is that we would be happy. But it's just not true. And we know that. We know that. So I'm bringing this up because Spirit led me. I said, what can help us now? And it's People don't realize they're suffering because they're attached to how they think it should be. And now is the time for us to put our full attention on waking up. I feel strongly to say that anyone who's hearing the sound of my voice is here in this lifetime ready, willing, and available to totally wake up to totally wake up, that you have everything necessary for you to totally wake up. And that lifetime after lifetime after lifetime, maybe like me, you have been in circumstances, this is what I feel for myself, that many, many lifetimes I've been in circumstances where I was a religious person who was persecuted, tortured, and that I was focused on liberation from oppressive governments and religious bodies and religious leaders who were liars and cheats. And all kinds of things like that where in past lifetimes I was totally entrenched in the world of form and that I didn't have any sense of freedom to do this spiritual work and study that I was throwing off karma of having been the oppressor. But now in this lifetime, everything has been arranged for me to focus on waking up. This is the time of our liberation. This is the time of our waking up. And if we're putting anything as being more important than that, including being a spiritual teacher including being a practitioner, if we put anything as more important than liberating from our own attachments to the world of effects, our own unhealed opinions and judgments, regrets and resentments and unforgiveness, if we have made anything more important than that, they are false idols. And would we not be served by our own holiness if they were taken away so that we could realize their lack of value? This is a time of our liberation. This is a time of our spiritual awakening. Nothing is more important. Nothing, no thing. And it is so easy to get caught up and distracted by the world of density, it's dense it is distracting working together being the two or more who are gathered we can wake up and in this book of course in miracles we are the two or more who are gathered because we are working with the master teacher jesus how blessed are we let us truly work it let us work it so it's time for me to take a break and If you're at the computer, I invite you to go to JenniferHadley.com, see what free resources there are there, and see if you'd like to join my spiritual boot camp class. We're just getting started. We've got everything you need. This is the summer of rock and roll. We're rocking it in Finding Freedom, my seven-week spiritual boot camp and what I want to share with you. I love this. I had the realization last month when I was speaking at Agape that, yeah, you can get your body in shape for the summer, but what about getting your mind in shape for the rest of your life? That's what I'm doing. I'm inviting you to join me. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles at Unity Online Radio. And I will be right back.
0: We are all on the journey together, making sense of this life, finding our spirituality, growing and evolving. As we travel through this world, Unity Magazine is your resource for gaining a deeper understanding of life. Unity Magazine is on the forefront of spiritual discovery with articles and features from leading authors, teachers, and philosophers. Stimulate your thinking and strengthen your spirituality with Unity Magazine. Sample a free trial issue or subscribe today at unitymagazine.org.
1: Yes, we are living the love and we're walking the talk on Unity Online Radio. And I'm so grateful to share with you today, my friend. Oh, my God. Yes. And it came to me in the break to mention to you, I was thinking about Gary Renard being on the show later this month. And <clears throat> I love that man. I just, I, his, I think of him. I tell him this all the time. I say, dude, you know, it helped me so much that reading Disappearance of the Universe, what really, really helped me so much was he talks about having all those years of those conversations with Arden and Persa and not telling another human being, not telling anyone what was going on, and that he kept it to himself, and he did his work, and it was not easy. And this is what I'm talking about here is <clears throat> we have to do our work. You know, we don't necessarily have to do it in secret. We can do it in community, and that's what my classes are all about. That's what my daily prayer partnership is all about which is totally free at jenniferhadley.com my daily spiritual espresso Uh, everything at living a course of miracles is free unless you want to buy previous classes that's the only thing really that's for sale there Um, but doing the work there is no substitute for doing the work and so that's the whole intention with this radio show is that you would be inspired To really live these teachings, it is not enough to study them. And I also would like to tell you that in the archive of the radio show, which you can get the archive at iTunes, you just search for my name at iTunes, Jennifer Hadley, and you will find the radio show. And uh, we're coming up on our 100th episode here. And so in the past, I've got episodes with... Gary, and Ken Wapnick, and John Mundy, and oh, uh, Colin Tipping, Rhonda Britton, all kinds of people, and uh, you can download all of those totally for free at iTunes. I have one request. If you like anything that I offer for free at iTunes, will you write a review? If you write a review, then more people will find it. It's all free there, so please... Please do that. All right. Back to the trust section in the teacher's manual. So grateful to be sharing about this. It's it's so valuable to me. And I love this. How can lack of value be perceived unless the perceiver is in a position where he must see things in a different light? So we get so upset when something is taken away from us, like that child that's playing with something that's toxic. The child gets upset if you take it away from him. But why are you taking it away? Because you love him. Because you love him. And this is how we are with with our own holiness, right? (sighs) We wouldn't be upset when something is taken away. We wouldn't be upset unless we had an attachment to it. If we were able to have the awareness that could see through all directions of time and space and see how the end of this relationship or seeming end of it or the end of this job or the financial challenge or the physical challenge, if we could see through all directions of time and space, we would be able to clearly know and see that everything is for our highest good. And it's only our belief that it's not that upsets us. We're never upset for the reason we think. So it says here, this is just paragraph 1, Development of Trust, Manual for Teachers, page 10. How can lack of value be perceived unless the perceiver is in a position where he must see things in a different light? Must. So our own higher Holy Spirit self, the beloved I am that I am, is assisting us by shifting our focus and our attention so that we can see what is truly valuable. So it's saying, we have to make this shift. And it says, the plan will sometimes call for changes in what seem to be external circumstances. These changes are always helpful. When the teacher of God has learned that much, he goes on to the next stage. So, the show today, the topic is Activate Your Healing. If you would really like to activate your healing... Be willing to recognize you are never, ever upset for the reason you think. That you have been trusting in your own opinion rather than in the plan. That you, your own holiness, which is you, has worked out for your highest good. If you but knew that everything was gently planned. this I love this where it says Later. In paragraph uh, four here of this uh, section on trust in the manual for teachers, it says right here in the middle, it takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. All things, events, encounters, circumstances are helpful they're all gently planned by one whose only interest is your good and that's you that is your own holiness so what one of the things that happens is we don't get our way we're praying for stuff right we're praying to manifest stuff because we think the stuff is going to make us happy we're not using our mind correctly and then we're upset when we don't have our stuff and yet, We can absolutely allow the great flow of abundance and prosperity in and through our life when we realize nothing is being denied to us, that everything is being given to us, but we are focused on lack and limitation, and we're experiencing lack and limitation. Everything works together for our good. And the key is not just a little willingness, but a total willingness. Be all in for your awakening. Really, do not give yourself permission to complain about one thing. Everything is working together for your good. If you're upset, if you're not happy, it's because you are valuing something that is not actually valuable. It doesn't have to be taken away from you, but if you are distracted by something that is toxic... Isn't it actually helpful if it's taken away from you? That's what it's saying here. This time in our lives, this lifetime, I, I just feel that to, for me to say again that anyone who can hear the sound of my voice has a commitment to wake up. If you're suffering, then you're distracted from your commitment to wake up. Be all in for that commitment. Be all in for it. Everything you need will be provided to you, as it is to me. And it's up to us to claim it and to value that which is truly valuable. Yes, it's not easy. It is not easy. I am not saying it is easy, but it's worth it. It is so worth it. And trying to arrange, control, manage, and manipulate things in this world is not worth it. It is not. Because the only happiness we can feel if that's what we're doing is a momentary alleviation of the wanting and the needing and the lack. And that will only feel momentary. Total liberation, total healing, that's what we're going for. This is the summer of rock and roll, and I'm inviting you to join me. Join me however you like. If you are interested in my seven-week spiritual boot camp class, my finding freedom class at JenniferHadley.com, you need a payment plan, you need two years to pay it off, no problem. I'm in it to win it with you. Let's place our hand on our heart and be so grateful and so thankful that we are waking up, that we are putting our trust in God and not in our opinions and judgments anymore. Let us be so grateful that freedom is our true identity and we are committing to it right now today, this day. This is our day of liberation. Woohoo! Thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. 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 Woo. Thank you for joining me. I love you. Have a great week.